We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Hurricane Nicole approaching Florida and the East Coast. We have the story. Winners announced in the Kansas governor and attorney general races. I'm Dan O'Neill. Vote on Kansas constitutional amendment still too close to call. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. We've enjoyed spring-like weather for much of this week, but all that comes to an end here this morning as a strong cold front sliding southeast will bring much colder temperatures by tonight. Our full forecast is on the way. Hurricane Nicole is lashing Florida with relentless wind, rain, and waves as it approaches the east coast. Nicole will have far-reaching impacts across not only the Sunshine State, but also the eastern seaboard. Nicole has maximum sustained winds of 75 miles an hour and is moving west-northwest at 13 miles an hour. The National Hurricane Center says that Nicole does not have a classic tropical cyclone appearance, but has a large eye over 50 nautical miles in diameter. With the storm being about 50 miles from Fort Pierce, Florida, it has little time left to strengthen. Dangerous storm surge is expected to continue along the east coast of Florida and portions of coastal Georgia. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Kansas electing a governor and attorney general. Incumbent Governor Laura Kelly will remain in office for another four years. Republican Chris Kobach will take over as attorney general. With 49% of the vote, Kelly narrowly defeated challenger Derek Schmidt to lead the state. But Republicans came out on top in several House races. Political analyst Bob Beatty says it's possible for the two sides to work together. Kansans have shown a desire uh, uh, to come together on some things. There's certainly a lot of potential for some things to get done, even with Republican legislature and a Democratic governor. Chris Kobach was declared the winner with a narrow margin over challenger Chris Mann. He says one of his priorities will be to address fentanyl overdoses. Kobach won with 51% of the vote. But man has not conceded, saying that there are thousands of mail-in votes that deserve to be counted. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The vote vote. on the constitutional amendment uh, on legislative authority is still too close to call in Kansas. According to the Secretary of State's office, the difference is 6,000 votes with 29,000 mail-in and provisional ballots still to count. Legislative oversight amendment, if passed, would give lawmakers veto power over anything done by the executive branch. 
President and CEO of the Kansas Chamber, Alan Cobb, says any voter can request a recount if the difference is within a half of a half percent. We'll have to wait to see what the exact final final tally is to see if that's something that's that's worth pursuing. But yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be following it till it is absolutely done. The no vote is currently leading by a fraction of a percent. A mobile home was destroyed by fire in South Wichita yesterday morning, the 1100 block of 55th South. Firefighters found the home fully engulfed in flames. Fire Captain Casey Hauschoid says they went to work battling the blaze, learning there was ammunition stored inside. That's a concern for our crews. We just got to make sure that as we stretch our hose lines, we get our fire attack to use the reach of the stream of the water to start to cool the environment before we push into somewhere we do have that live ammunition popping off because it is a projectile. No one was inside at the time of the fire. The home was declared to be a total loss. A suspicious package closed the downtown Wichita Post Office at 2nd and Waco for a short time Wednesday afternoon. Investigators say a man walked into the post office, left a package on a desk, and walked away. The building was evacuated, and police blocked off the area while the package was examined. The incident remains under investigation. More charges filed against the man suspected of violently attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. A federal grand jury indicting David DePap on charges of assault and attempted kidnapping in connection with the break-in at Paul and Nancy Pelosi's home in San Francisco last month. According to the indictment, officers encountered Paul Pelosi and DePap struggling over a hammer. When police told both men to drop it, DePap allegedly struck Pelosi with the hammer, fracturing his skull. The 82-year-old later told authorities he woke up to find DePap in his bedroom looking for Nancy Pelosi. DePap pleaded not guilty last week to state charges, including attempted murder, attempted kidnapping, and elder abuse. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.06, 6 minutes past 8 o'clock. Coming up, our weekly Minute with Mitch as we start to preview the Chiefs game on Sunday. That'll be coming up after sports in just a few minutes. Investigators release the cause of that long-burning fire in Park City. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.09, nine minutes past 8 o'clock. Sedgwick County Fire investigators have determined the cause of a long-burning fire at the Evergreen Recycling Business in Park City. Officials say it was due to spontaneous combustion, which takes place when low-ignition temperature materials like wood, wood chips, and mulch self-heat and auto-ignite. Firefighters were able to leave Tuesday after fighting the fire since it began on October 30th. The estimated loss of raw wood products is $1 million. Sentencing for a key figure in the college admissions bribery scheme known as Operation Varsity Blues. He blew the lid off a major scandal. And the former Yale University women's soccer coach, whose cooperation helped lead the FBI to the college admissions bribery scandal's mastermind, gets sentenced to five months in prison. Rudy Meredith, head coach at Yale from 1995 till 2018, pleaded guilty in 2019 to taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes to help students get into the university as soccer recruits. In addition to the prison term, Meredith was fined $19,000 and ordered to forfeit more than $550,000. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Federal health investigators are sounding the alarm over a food poisoning outbreak. At least 16 people are sickened in several states. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is blaming listeria-tainted meat and cheese sold at deli counters. It's been tracked back to two net cost markets located in New York, although that may not be the only source. The CDC reports people have also been sickened in New Jersey, Massachusetts, Illinois, and California, 
One person died in Maryland. Symptoms of listeria include fever, muscle aches, diarrhea, and nausea. Tom Graham, Fox News. A man shot in the head when Bobby Kennedy was assassinated has died. Paul Schrade was a labor union leader who was hurt during the assassination of Senator Robert Kennedy in 1968. Sirhan Sirhan was tackled, arrested, and convicted of the killing. But Schrade was convinced Sirhan wasn't the killer and spent years looking into the case. Los Angeles police reinvestigated the crime in the 70s, but again concluded Sirhan acted alone. Schrade appeared at Sirhan's 2021 parole hearing and said Sirhan was not the shooter of my friend Robert Kennedy. The parole board voted to free Sirhan, but the governor decided to leave him in prison. Schrade died of natural causes at age 97. Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-12, 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. We have a traffic accident now. You're going to want to watch for a slowdown around this. This is a crash eastbound on Kellogg, and it's at the ramp from I-135. So, yeah, you'll want to watch for a slowdown there. Again, that's the uh, ramp from southbound I-135 to eastbound Kellogg. Got a slowdown there, a big one, too. Might want to avoid that area if you can. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A fast-moving cold front is pushing southeast here this morning. We could see a very narrow line of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms. Temperatures will be at their warmest here early on, then falling behind it to around 50 later on this afternoon with a gusty north wind. Tonight's low 28, sunny on Veterans Day with a high only 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, south wind at 16 miles per hour and 64 degrees. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS 813 on this Thursday morning. Of course, uh, we had an election earlier this week, and with us this morning to talk about the election is uh, Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Angela Cadillo. Angela, thanks for being with us this morning. Well, good morning. How are you today? We're doing fine. Sound like you're, you're well-rested now and ready to go for, uh, I guess you don't have really anything to do for about two years, right? Well... <laughs> Maybe, maybe we could think of a few things. I, I'm still supposed to be in the Bahamas pretty soon, I think, if, if I remember you correctly. That's right. You didn't get out the door and on the way. Didn't get your ticket. Okay. So seriously. Well, uh, not quite yet. We have a few things to do to wrap up this election yeah. uh, be- before I can go on vacation. What uh, Have you got any idea uh, about voter turnout? I'm kind of throwing you a curve there because I know that's pretty hard to, to gauge. But any, any clue as to what the voter turnout was in Sedgwick County? So for right now, until we get everything finalized, we're looking at right around 45%. Um, So that's lower than we've seen in um, like elections. We'll see how it turns out. We still have some advance by mail ballots coming in. Those will come in uh, through the balance of this week and then up until Monday, as long as they were postmarked by election night, and we'll get those worked. But um, but I don't know that we will. I don't know that we'll hit that 52 to 55 that that we've seen in the past. Uh, but we'll get those finished and processed, and after that, we have um, we'll we'll get that election certified. That that happens um, starting on the 18th. And I know people are excited to go out to the uh, Voter View website and see their voter history credit updated. I'd ask people to be patient. That takes a little while to do. We've got to get this election wrapped up, get it certified. State gets their certification done. And then after that, uh, people can start seeing their um, their credit being posted. So 
How, That's what people will be looking for, but it takes it takes a few days. How uh, did you experience any uh, big problems or challenges with this election? You know, by and large, everything went really smoothly, and I credit that really um, to our election workers. We had a fantastic group of people that came out and worked. Uh, they work really long hours for not a lot of pay. They're super patient, but beyond that. You know, the voters do a great job. They're patient. They come in with good attitudes, happy to vote. Our media partners really did a great job of helping us get the word out about the options so people could vote early if they wanted to. And then, you know, I would I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't shout out to our fabulous polling sites. We've we have eighty one locations that uh, that allow us to come into their areas and and have have elections there. They're very hospitable. They give us their space. They usually send somebody out at uh, zero dark thirty to help us get unlocked and set up. So it's just really a big community effort to get an election accomplished. And and uh, I'm really pleased. I think that. It was uh, it was pretty smooth. We didn't see the lines we had seen in the primary, so um, yeah. so that was really helpful as well. But but our election workers, um, shout out to them, they they work really long days and and made sure just everybody got served one voter at a time. So when is the next election here in in the county? Well, so special elections come and go, and some municipalities may have a question here, sales tax there. But um, going into 2023, we're looking at municipal and school board elections. So primary elections are triggered by number of candidates in those cases. So not everybody will have a primary election, but um, in uh, the fall of 2023, we'll have those municipal general elections. You're looking at things like school boards, um, city council races, I think – City of Wichita has got the mayoral race coming up, so we'll see that, as well as some smaller districts like drainage districts and improvement districts. And when we look at 2019, it looks like we were right at around 20% turnout, so uh, that's, a, that's a lower turnout than, obviously, the statewide elections. But our voter registration continues to go up. Um, we're at 333,700 um, or thereabouts right now, and, and I imagine... Um, it, it may continue to go up for uh, for 2023, and then I imagine we'll get a nice big boost in 2024. So uh, lots to do. Never a dull moment at the election office. It may seem like it, but I promise we are busy working and preparing and, and getting everything ready for – we are already thinking about, about 2023. So like, like everybody else, I'm, you rely on computers quite a bit. Who's your IT person? Do you have one person that you call in, some guy named Gus, or or is it a team of people, or how does that work? <laughs> There's a great team of people. So yeah, we use we use county support. We have internal support. There's a there's a lot of people involved that help us uh, keep everything going. But a lot of data, a lot of stuff to do. Um, great team here. We have a we have a small team in the office. Um, hoping to expand it a little bit, but a small team in the office, and they work tirelessly. Um, and when I say tirelessly, the hours that my team puts in is just incredible. And uh, they come here every day with great attitudes, and uh, and they just want to get stuff done for the voters. So. All right. Well, listen, thank you. Know, you. Oh, I, go I ahead. Have a question. You, sure. you talked about, you know, we have 333,000 registered voters. Have there ever been any studies done as to why people register to vote and then more than half of them don't? <laughs> you know, I— I don't know. There's, so there's a lot that goes into that. It depends on whether or not something's interesting to them. I mean, people 
register and then people move or people are out of town or they forget or, you know, elections is my every day. I'm thinking about it all the right. time. I've got those dates in my head, but, but you know, not, not everybody's thinking about it all day long. So I suppose somebody could forget to vote, though I don't know how. Oh, yeah, how could you? I got registered for the draft and they didn't ever call me, so I didn't go. You lucked out. Yeah. Well, they yeah. I think that one's a little different. But, listen, but Angela, again, thank you. When you say that, we could draft election. There you oh, go. No, no. <laughs> well, listen, thanks again for being with us. And thank you for personally for sending me that photo of the old county courthouse and the, the election workers. That was fun. I got it on Facebook. So I put it oh, on Facebook. Oh, you bet. Yeah. Thank you. Angela Cardillo, of course, is the Sedgwick County Election Commissioner with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 819 uh, on KNSS. Time for sports this morning with uh, Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, we have college men's basketball action tonight in Lawrence. The nation's longest winning streak is on the line. KU has won 12 in a row coming off the national title and hosting the Bison of North Dakota State tonight up in Lawrence. FanDuel has KU as a 23.5-point favorite going into this one tonight. Live coverage of the Jayhawks begins at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Speaking of the Jayhawks, a former Kansas Jayhawk is once again a head coach in the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets Wednesday announcing they've removed the interim tag on head coach Jock Vaughn. The Nets 2-2 two two under Vaughn, who took the helm of the NBA franchise on November 1st following the firing of Steve Nash. Vaughn's promotion puts to rest rumors that the Nets would pursue currently suspended Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka. That speculation was met with significant backlash as Udoka was benched for an improper consensual relationship with a subordinate in the Celtics organization. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Jacques Vaughn, a former head coaching stint with the Orlando Magic. By the way, the Nets won last night. They beat the New York Knicks by 27 points. So Jacques Vaughn, first game as permanent head coach of the Nets. Nice hey, win. They won three of their last that. four. Yeah. Speaking of the NBA, the Toronto Raptors won at home last night, beat the Houston Rockets 116-109, to starting at guard for the Raptors. Former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. He made seven three-pointers on his way to a season-high 32 points. Fred is also second in the NBA right now in steals, and he had four more steals last night. Raptors have won six of their last nine. They're in the number five spot right now in the Eastern Conference. And the Shocker women's basketball team won its season opener last night at Coke Arena, beat Alcorn State 67-53 behind 17 points off the bench from DJ McCarty. Shocker ladies start out 1-0. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. All right, it's at 8.21 now here on KNSS. Keep it up for the Hannity Morning Minute. The power of one vote in a divided nation. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, KNSS, 64 degrees now. Republicans are optimistic about taking control of the U.S. House. Dozens of races are uncalled, but that isn't preventing the GOP from planning its next move, as it's likely they will be taking the majority. And while we wait for the final results of those races, Representative Kevin McCarthy says he will be running for Speaker of the House. In a letter, McCarthy formally announced his run to his Republican colleagues. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden reacted to the potential balance of power shift in the House and his relationship with current minority leader Kevin McCarthy. Biden says he believes Democrats still have a possibility of keeping the House, but says it's going to be close. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reporting. 
Police are investigating after a gun was discharged inside the pediatric unit at Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in Wichita on Monday night. Officers determined the child was taken to the hospital by a caretaker. That child was in a room with the caretaker and some other women when the child's mother arrived, and that's when a gunshot was heard. The women then left the hospital. There were no injuries. It's believed the incident was a negligent discharge. It remains under investigation. Veterans Day is tomorrow. It's a well-known holiday that allows people to pause and honor those who have served in the military. It's a day for honoring all veterans, living or dead. It's different from Memorial Day in that Veterans Day honors all of those who have served the country in war or peace although it's largely intended to thank living veterans for their sacrifices. And Memorial Day is a time to remember those who gave their lives for our country. World War I officially ended with the signing of the Treaty of Versailles on June 28, 1919. However, the fighting stopped about seven months earlier when the Allies in Germany put into effect the armistice on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And for that reason, November 11th, 1918, was largely considered the end of the war to end all wars, and dubbed Armistice Day. In 1926, Congress officially recognized it as the end of the war, and in 1938 it became an official holiday, primarily a day to set aside to honor veterans of World War I. On June 1st, 1954, after the Second World War and the Korean conflict, at the urging of veteran service organizations, Congress amended the commemoration yet again by changing the word armistice to veterans so that the day would honor American veterans of all wars. This year at the Veterans Memorial Park in Wichita, there will be a program beginning tomorrow morning at 11. It will be held at the John S. Stevens Flag Pavilion. The featured speaker will be retired Senior Master Sergeant Ron Bogard, who was a combat photographer with the Air Force during the Vietnam War. The program is expected to last between 45 minutes and one hour, and the public is invited. Organizers caution that seating will be limited, so it's recommended that you bring your own chair if you don't want to stand for the entire time. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a quick change in our weather pattern today as a powerful cold front will race southeast along and near that. A narrow line of showers and a few thunderstorms, but Temperatures fall behind the front quickly near 50 throughout the rest of the day with a gusty north wind. Party cloudy, 28 are low tonight. On Veterans Day, our high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. 8.36 now. Steven's dead of the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. It is time for entertainment news. It's the blur. We're Ted Woodward. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein's rape trial continues in Los Angeles. Melrose Place actress Daphne Zuniga took the stand in the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault trial to defend her friend Jennifer Siebel Newsom, the wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom. Zuniga testified in a Los Angeles Superior courtroom about a hike she went on with her friend back in 2005 in which she asked about a meeting Siebel Newsom had with Weinstein in which Siebel Newsom responded, I don't want to talk about it. Zuniga described Siebel Newsom's behavior switch from energetic and a beat to vividly upset and agitated. 
Newsom claimed she was allegedly raped by the now 70-year-old. Weinstein has pleaded not guilty to 11 counts of rape and sexual assault involving five women. Michelle Polino, Fox News. A new Christmas offering from Miller Lite. How would you like to deck the halls with a festive cake stand this holiday season? Miller Lite launched its holiday collection, and this year it included a holiday tree cake stand filled with draft Miller Lite. As described by the press release, it's a fully functional tree stand that fits a quarter barrel keg. Its sides are festooned with the Miller Lite logo to make it seem like beer is being poured out of the tree. The stand goes on sale November 10th for 50 bucks. Miller Lite's drinkable ornaments, the beernaments, also making a comeback. You can pop in a 12-ounce can, drink it and then hang it on the tree. Tis the season. Gianna Gelosi, Fox News. Kanye West's Yeezy products will live on at Adidas. Adidas plans to keep the Yeezy brand alive, just under a different name. That's what the company's chief executive told investors Wednesday, according to Business Insider. Last month, Adidas parted ways with Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, over his anti-Semitic remarks. Adidas making it clear the company still owns the rights to Ye Designs and will start selling Ye-inspired products as early as 2023. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. Here we are on the 10th of November. It's November 10th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today's the Marine Corps' birthday. On this date in 1775, the Continental Congress first established the Continental Marines leading up to the American Revolution, and two battalions of Marines fought for independence both on land and sea. After the Revolutionary War, the Marines were abolished till 1798, when Congress once again called for the formation of the Corps with the official title as the United States Marine Corps. Over the decades, many traditions are observed to celebrate the Corps' birthday, including a cake-cutting ceremony. Also on this date, in 1954, the Marine Corps War Memorial is unveiled in Arlington, Virginia. The memorial is the iconic raising of the American flag on Iwo Jima after the capture of Mount Suribachi. And in 1969, the after-school children's show Sesame Street debuted on PBS. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. The 56th Annual Country Music Association Awards were handed out last night in Nashville. Country singer Luke Combs taking home the top prize of Entertainer of the Year at this year's ceremony. The singer getting emotional while accepting the award. This is my fifth or sixth year being at this award show, and country sounded more country than it has in a long time tonight. Sound courtesy of ABC. It was also a big night for singer Chris Stapleton, who won the award for Male Vocalist of the Year, the sixth of his career. Other winners include Lainey Wilson winning Female Vocalist of the Year and New Artist of the Year and Old Dominion winning Vocal Group of the Year. Brian Holkgren, Fox News. All right, let's go to Memphis. The childhood apartment of Elvis Presley... You can now rent it. The 328 Lauderdale Court Complex offering Elvis fans the chance to spend the night where the king laid his head as a child. The building was one of America's first public housing projects. The Presley family moved from Mississippi in 1948, exposing a young Elvis to the musical world of Memphis. The apartment has been restored to its original state, becoming something of a 1950s time capsule. Elvis's bedroom has a wall dedicated to lipstick kisses that have accumulated over the years thanks to tours of the property. A one-night stay in the apartment apartment will cost you $250, but you're going to have to call the management company directly to book. Gianna Jalosi, Fox News. All right, let's hit the late night crew last night. Uh, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. 
Dr. Oz knew he was in trouble when his own neighbors didn't vote for him. Yeah, they said, we couldn't. We live in New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, it's well, true. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, and I really agree with a lot of stuff here that uh, Jimmy Kimmel said last night. Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC. We still don't really know where we stand. We're still waiting for results in a, a couple of key states, including Arizona and Nevada. We might not have the results from Nevada until the weekend, which is just crazy. Nevada, this is a state. You got slot machines. You got poker machines. You got Keno. You got big. You have a, going to a sports book. They're tallying up the odds for every game, every every horse race, every highlight match in the world. All of those scores and odds somehow appear on a giant video board in real time, and it takes them five days to count a pile of cardboard it doesn't people are thrown out of casinos for counting cards now they have nobody left to count them beautiful Boy, hat beautiful just as right on the money i know yep <laughs> that's i completely amazing. agree amazing all right let's uh oh let's we got some good tell how about uh, 80 years ago on this day it came out in wichita movie theaters road to morocco starring bing cross T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be Bob Hope and Dorothy Lamour. It was the third of the road movies. I think it might be the best one. Pretty funny. Of course, they do their clowning around and they don't take themselves seriously, and it's just a ton of fun. Well, it was uh, number four on the list of uh, movies in 1942, one of the top five movies of the year. Road to Morocco. And it got nominated for a few Oscars. And it's it really? on the uh, United States National Film Registry. Huh. Road to Morocco. It came out. 80 years ago on this day. All right, let's go to actor Roy Scheider. No, let's go to let's go to Chuck Connors. Oh, Chuck Connors, there yeah. you go. How about Chuck Connors, who uh, who passed away 30 years ago today at the age of 71? Oh. Chuck Connors, the Rifleman. You must have a pretty good reputation, McCain. You've been in town less than half an hour, and already three thousand dollars been wagered on you taking top money. You bet on me? I did, sir. So did a lot of others. McCain, just how good are you? I'm good enough. I hope you're not too good. That would be a mite costly to you, wouldn't it? Let's go, Mark. Oh, you sit down, McCain. We haven't finished talking to you yet. 
You're wrong, Mr. Lewis. You finished talking to me a long time ago. Mm. Connors. A tough guy. Of course, he was a big baseball star, too. He played basketball for the Dodgers, played in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. He's a great athlete and really went into acting. To you make know his what? Money, yeah? It's a big country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the, he was he the, was the, snob the bad guy. Bad guy in uh, the big country. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. I liked yeah. him. Chuck yeah. Connors. He passed away 30 years ago today at the age of 71. Roy Scheider, actor. Today would have been his 90th birthday. Two Oscar nominations, Golden Globe nomination. You think of the French Connection, Marathon Man, all that jazz. And, of course, he was Police Chief Brody in Jaws. This is a great white, Larry. A big one. And any shark expert in the world will tell you it's a killer. It's a man-eater. Look, the situation is that apparently a great white shark has staked a claim in the waters off Amity Island. And he is going to continue to feed here as long as there is food in the water. If you open the beaches on the 4th of July, it's like ringing the dinner bell, for Christ's sake. Look, Mr. Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn, I pulled a tooth the size of a shot glass out of the rectal of a boat out there, and it was the tooth of a great white. You're going to need a bigger boat. Classical line. Roy Scheider. Today, <laughs> today would have been his 90th birthday. He was also in Paper Lion and Clute, among many others. Yeah. Uh... 20 years ago on this night on Fox, a classic episode of The Simpsons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, in which uh, they go to a rock and roll fantasy camp. Special guests on that episode of The Simpsons included Elvis Costello, Tom Petty, Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Lenny Kravitz, and Brian Setzer. Hey, what gives? Where are all the rock stars? I don't know, but it's starting to get dark. (gasps) Who was that? Oh, it's getting closer! Hello, campers! How you doing? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! It's Mick Jagger and Keith Richards! Welcome to Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, where you'll experience the complete rock and roll lifestyle without the lawsuits and STDs. Woo! STDs! Now, you're all here for one reason. To rock! Who said that? That's right, Otto. We're here to rock! So, get a good night's sleep, and remember, rule number one, there are no rules. The Simpsons, that rock and roll fantasy camp. Great episode. That was 20 years ago on this night on Fox. Great special guest there. That's entertainment news in the blur with Steve and Ted. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. A problem in a supply chain slows Boeing deliveries. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS. 8.50 now here on a Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Laura Kelly elected to a second term as Kansas governor. Chris Kobach elected attorney general. Two. Vote on Kansas constitutional amendment regarding legislative powers. Still too close to call. One. Hurricane Nicole approaching storm-weary Florida and the East Coast. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And traffic here in the Wichita area this morning. We've actually still got a traffic backup uh, uh, after a crash. This is affecting mostly uh, the ramp. If you're heading southbound on I-135 and exiting onto eastbound Kellogg, uh, you might want to uh, think about uh, exiting somewhere else because that ramp uh, very slow due to this traffic accident. Traffic update 
From 98.7 at 1330 KNSS, I'm Jad Chambers. Partly sunny with a 50% chance for rain today. Temperatures falling to around 50 degrees. Partly cloudy and cool tonight. Overnight low 27. Friday, sunny, breezy, and cooler with a high of only 40 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 64 degrees. We have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen's head of the morning price increases moderately, uh, moderated that is, in the United States last month in the latest sign that the inflation pressures that have gripped the nation might be easing a bit as the economy slows and consumers grow more cautious. Consumer inflation reached 7.7% in October from a year earlier and 0.4% from September. The year-over-year gain was the smallest since January. Apparently, the stock market likes the news. The Dow trading up 711 points right now. S&P up 135. NASDAQ up 520. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Advocates looking to solve Wichita's child care crisis convened a small group of local employers yesterday to identify needs of working parents and trying to explore possible solutions. The message from employers was clear. Child care is a workforce issue for their companies, and they're willing to help solve it. The meeting at the Workforce Center was organized by a work group convened by the Wichita Coalition for Child Abuse Prevention including members representing workforce development, government, and child care providers and resources. The work group launched earlier this year to address the desperate need for child care availability in the Wichita area. According to data from Child Care Aware of Kansas, the number of licensed child care providers in the area has steadily declined in recent years. That's a problem that has gotten worse since the pandemic. A problem with a vendor in the supply chain of Wichita-based Spirit Aero Systems slowed delivery activity for Boeing last month. Boeing this week reported 35 aircraft deliveries for October, down from 51 deliveries in September, as handovers of its 737 MAX fell from 36 to 22 sequentially. The slip comes as Boeing works to stabilize production of its best-selling MAX at 31 aircraft per month, with Commercial Airplanes Unit CEO Stan Deal attributing the decline at the company's investor day last week to a problem with its fuselage supplier. That's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Ted, this is a big day for the United States Marine. They're having a big old birthday. That's right. They were uh, uh, the branch, of course, of the armed forces responsible for providing power protection from the sea. Continental Congress first established the Continental Marines on November 10th, 1775, leading to the American Revolution. The Marine Corps. Of course, the Marines are very, very active in World War II in the South Pacific. And uh, I was reading some history the other day that uh, they actually, uh, they were the ones who kind of perfected how to do a, a landing on a beach that uh, came in very handy. They, what they learned came in very handy at D-Day. Let's put it that way. Because they did, they landed that way on several beaches in the South South Pacific. And uh, I had well, they've, they've gone all over the world. Gone all over the world. Been uh, in Africa, China. In Korea, they were terrific uh, in uh, their, their sacrifice and the things they did in Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we salute the Marine Corps and all of and our of course people out there who are Marines. Twenty four seven, they're guarding the tomb of the unknown soldier. They are all right. Happy anniversary, happy birthday to the Marine Corps. Glenn Beck program coming up here on KNSS. His guest will be Daniel Horowitz of theblaze.com. He's the senior editor. Going to be talking about the elections and how they went. News at the top of the hour. Uh, this morning on KNSS, Hurricane is knocking on Florida's door. That's Hurricane Nicole. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS, Wichita. And we've already had our high today. We're sinking to a, high, to a temperature of about 50 today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.